Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to this Friday edition of the Locked On Canucks podcast, uh, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL podcast's top 50 NHL players. Who are this season's top 50 NHL players? Find out on the Locked On NHL podcast when Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner reveal the top 50 players as voted on by our local experts across the Locked On NHL network of podcasts. Subscribe to the Locked On NHL podcast on YouTube and turn your notifications on so that you never miss an episode. I am your host, Lachlan Irvin, and today we're going to be talking about the NHL's COVID protocols that were announced earlier today and a little bit about uh, Louis Erickson, former Vancouver Canuck, and uh, his to- give his tenure in Vancouver a proper send-off. Um, but first, we're going to be starting off with the with the uh, the biggest news story of the day in the in the NHL, which is the league's uh, official new COVID nineteen protocols for this season. Um, it's and there's a lot in here, and the NHL has done, from what we can tell, a very good job of putting together a co- uh, a an extensive uh, protocol plan in place, which is very important for. You know, getting us back to hockey, getting us all back to seeing games in person. A lot of this has to do with uh, making sure that the players on the ice get their vaccinations. Uh, but still, this is an important step for a a league that has you know can that you worry sometimes might not always take the the best approach when it comes to what's going on in the health in the health community. So it's good to see that they're taking such a good step, and we'll go into what. Uh, is what uh, what is going on here? Uh, specifically, uh, starting with uh, a little article from uh, Elliot Friedman, where he laid out uh, essentially what it will be going on. Um, the essentially the there is a the 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 most important part that we need to know, especially in how this pertains to the Canucks, is that the is that teams essentially have the ability to uh, to suspend players who aren't vaccinated. Uh, f- who aren't vaccinated to, uh, from participating in any sort of uh, club activities and uh, playing on the ice. And those indiv- and those players would forfeit the equivalent of one day's pay for each day that they are not fully vaccinated. So this could include, say, missing, not being able to board a flight because you are not, because uh, you're not fully vaccinated, which is going to be part of the, the plan going forward. And just and uh, there are other just regulations involved that you may have to make sure you have to be fully vaccinated. The league is basically making it a mandatory thing. Now, uh, what Elliot Friedman highlights in this article as well is that uh, there are exceptions. Uh, unvaccinated status based upon medical reasons, a conflict with seriously held religious beliefs. That is in full quotes uh, in quotations in establishment uh, on the basis of a balance of the probabilities uh, COVID-19 arised out of the course of employment as a hockey player or quarantine because of being a high-risk close contact. If a fully vaccinated player is confirmed with a positive COVID test, his condition shall be treated as a hockey-related injury for all purposes under the CBA. So, essentially, if you're a player who is fully vaccinated you uh, and you get COVID and you still come contact contract COVID, uh, it's just a normal, it's just treated like a normal injury. You'll still probably have to sit out the certain amount of time to make sure it doesn't spread to other players. But 
uh, it's going to be treated. It's not. There's no forfeit of salary in that case. It's all a, just a uh, just uh, business as usual. Whereas if you are unvaccinated, that is uh, where the discipline can come in. And the fact, and specifically how teams can now establish that, yeah, you're no, you're not allowed to uh, attend if you can't attend things because of your COVID restrictions. You can be suspended for it. So. This fully incentivizes every NHL player uh, to get vaccinated. We were in Vancouver. We weren't necessarily probably so much so as worried about that probability, specifically because Canada's rules on uh, on vaccination is much more strict. Uh, we saw, I mean, un- we saw a very sad thing yesterday where a lot of people uh, were out uh, protesting uh, the COVID res- uh, the COVID uh, vaccine passport uh, plans and everything in front of hospitals being just a total nuisance and just awful people. Uh, if and I know that you, as a listener right now, you are a good person who would not have who would not do that. Uh, this this podcasts this podcast uh, caters specifically to good people. Uh, so uh, ho- uh, hopefully, no one you know uh, was one of those people out there uh, protesting. Um, but. Uh, it's doesn't, but regardless of that, the Canucks, uh, players are definitely going to be under a little bit more of a, of a mandatory case, whereas this is probably more in line with what's going on, uh, what, what's going on in the United States rather than, uh, than here. But there are some other important notes to worry about. These are, uh, and these are, these are four very important notes from, uh, the NHL COVID protocols also laid out by, by Elliot Friedman, uh, starting with, uh, any player who wishes to opt out of the 2021-22 season because they are unvaccinated or fully vaccinated, but can establish that immediate family, that an immediate family member with whom he shares a household is at substantially heightened risk of severe illness by contracting COVID-19 can opt out by October 1st. The team in question will then have 30 days to decide if the player's contract will be told, basically rolling it over to 2022-23, or if this season will would be removed from the agreement. Anyone opting out would not be able to play in another league or the Olympics. So uh, essentially, it incentivizes you if you if you want to play in if you want to play hockey next year, you have to uh, you have to be able to play there. Uh, you have you have you can, you're not allowed to opt out of uh, the uh, of the NHL season and then go play somewhere else. And um, and that especially comes into play now because the NHL is rumored to be very close to finalizing the the plans to go to the Olympics, which it will be great for hockey. It's good that they're that they'll be going back to that. Uh, also, also on this list, any person whose job, role, position, or access entails or entitles them to have personal interactions within 12 feet of club hockey operations personnel, including players, must be fully vaccinated. Essentially, what that means is uh, after doing Zoom calls with players for interviews and other uh, and other and other uh, things the behind the scenes that we you might not see uh we're finally uh, going to be able to get back to talking to players in person um i i personally am not somebody who you know has day to day day to day access with the canucks i did get to go uh cover one game last year as part of the botchford project uh, and that was entirely done over zoom i talked to travis green and tanner pearson uh, exclusively over uh zoom uh, next season, I'll if, if I get the opportunity to go cover games and uh, for other re- for complete in a completely different uh, c- scenario, uh, I'll be able to bring stories to people and to you uh, that are different from what you can get through Zoom. You can't get as much of the great uh, of the great stories through Zoom. Zoom is a was helpful. It didn't a pinch, 
but it made it a lot harder to get the stories that uh, in media that people like the best. And it's going to be great. You're going to notice immediately just the difference of what a, of what a season uh, where play or people are allowed to personally interact with the players is going to mean for what kind of stories and coverage you get. Uh, because that's been clearly missing from hockey over the last little while. The fact that uh, that you couldn't get that personal touch to, to uh, the way that you normally could. Uh, has been tough, and it's made it a lot harder to get the to get the uh, kind of coverage that I think uh, we all like and enjoy. So that's a great that's great news, and I'm hoping that I can uh, I'll be able to take advantage of that at least once or twice uh, next year, uh, whether that's on this show or in other places. Um, also, fully vaccinated players shall be subject to PCR testing at least every 72 hours. That guideline could change depending on how things progress. Unvaccinated players will be tested uh, daily. And, and then there are stri- there are stiff rules for unvaccinated players. On the road, they cannot enter internal venues other than the team hotel, practice facility, or game arena. They are not allowed to use the hotel, gym, pool, sauna, steam room, or other shared facilities. They are not allowed to have teammates, team staff, or visitors inside their hotel room, with the exception of fully vaccinated family. They are not allowed to leave the hotel to eat or purchase food at any restaurants slash bars in or out of the hotel that are open to the public. They can't pick up food except where the restaurant provides curbside pickup or similar service that does not require entrance to the main restaurant. Uh, this is all. And uh, again, this, what this is telling you is very much that the NHL is taking this seriously in the sense of, hey, get vaccinated. If you want to play hockey, you have if you want to play hockey and get all the luxuries of being an NHL hockey player again, uh, you have to be vaccinated. And there's no excuse for these guys. They should know that these, these are players who are uh, very fortunate to be, you know, be able to play in this, in this league and make the kind of, you know, money that they do there. It's obviously a very hard life. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, Oh, that it's the, that, uh, that anybody could do this. Clearly not. That's not how hockey works, but it is a privilege to be able to play and make that kind of money playing a sport. That's, that is a, that is it. It's, Skill is important, but uh, it's still a privilege to be able to get that opportunity in the first place. It does; it's not a right. You, it's not a right to you. So, if these player, if players are serious about wanting to get back to things and be, being normal and being able to live out their the way live out uh, hockey the the way that they enjoy, um, get they have to get vaccinated, and that is and that and that goes for every player. Hopefully. Uh, we'll see an uptick in hockey players getting vaccinated. It seemed like a lot of them were getting vaccinated prior to nearing the end of the season. And uh, hopefully that carries on into uh, into this season. And hopefully uh, we don't miss out on any players, say, uh, uh, we, no, so hopefully uh, players figure that out and get to, to uh, and get and get to their local clinics to get this done before uh, next season starts. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Louis Erickson's time in Vancouver and uh, the his new start with the Arizona Coyotes uh, right after the break. There's only one betting place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. And as always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. 
Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus by taking advantage of their opening day super promo, making a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion, and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's Directv. Com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Moving things on over to the desert now to talk a little bit about a former Vancouver Canuck. We haven't really done a segment on players who have who have uh, left the franchise before, but this one I really wanted to take some time to, to talk about uh, quickly here, and that was uh, Louis Erickson. Uh, obviously, Louis Erickson has been a, uh, has been a uh, uh, shall we say, um, interesting player. Uh, person of interest <laughs> for the in, for the Canucks over the last five years, literally half a decade, which is uh, just incredible and makes me feel very old. Um, but of course, he is an Arizona Coyote now. He moves on uh, at, dur- from the big trade uh, during the offseason that uh, brought Oliver Ekman Larson and Connor Garland to Vancouver. Um, but he talked a little bit about uh, in an article uh, called for a Swedish website called uh, rakapuckar.com. Uh, he talked about a, uh, his time in Vancouver and uh, how he's looking forward to the fresh start uh, with the Coyotes. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure if you've read anything about the Coyotes in recent uh, time, I'm, it's, not, it's not often you get people talking about how excited they are to go play for the Coyotes and get that start there. So uh, it, which just tells you about how rough things went for, for Louis in Vancouver, and I don't think anybody uh, is, is under the influence that it went well. Uh, first thing I did want to talk about very quickly is just uh, the article, uh, because, of course, uh, the whole article's in Swedish, uh, but it is translated. Uh, fr- when you translate it over from uh, Google, like from Swedish to English using Google Translate, it start, the article's uh, headline translates... like to Louis's bullying is over. And then there's a tagline of the bullying of Louis Erickson is over. Now, let's be very clear. I'm pretty sure that's just because Google Translate is not very good. I don't think that's the actual, the the most accurate translation out there, but it is just kind of a very, it is a very funny way of putting it because, uh, just because that's not, that's clearly not, that's, it, that's clearly an error. It's just a, it's just a funny one at that, um, and that's all entirely due to Google Translate not really understanding how to uh, how sentence structures work generally, and how the the how words change depending on the way that they're put in a sentence. That it's very it uh, they got some work to go there. Um, but one of the things that 
some of the things that uh, were also were headlined in a uh, recent Daily Hive article by a friend of the show, uh, Rob the Hockey Guy, Rob Williams. Uh, he talks about how he, like, Louis Erickson basically talks about, tra- uh, you know, it's, uh, quote, it's going to be a lot of fun, new team, new coaches, new players, like starting over. Uh, and then, uh, and then he talks about his time with the Canucks, uh, very briefly. Uh, I never wanted to give up. The Canucks knew that, Erickson added. The only thing I could, I could do was be at the rink, show good mood, drive, train every day. It, it was as it was. I've wanted to get away from this for a long time. There's nothing to complain about, but since my contract was so big, it was difficult. But of course, it would have been fun if it had happened a few years ago. So, which at which point uh, Rob Williams uh, mentions that Erickson had a modified no-trade clause in his contract, uh, but you get the feeling that he would have been willing to waive it to go anywhere else. Um, y- yeah, the pro- Louis Erickson's contract wa- went very sour very quickly. And it's kind of amazing to look back on it uh, now. Uh, he goes, he still has technically one more year left on it. He'll be getting, but only, of course, it will be getting paid now by the Coyotes rather than the Canucks. But it's incredible to think about this, like, from uh, from the standpoint six years ago. Because six years, or I guess a half a decade ago, sorry. Um, I'm thinking about it in the terms of, you know, the contract itself was a six-year deal. And, of course, the Canucks at that point, they were coming off of a year where they'd made the playoffs. Uh, 101, I believe it was 101 points they had in 2014-15. They ended up losing out to the Calgary Flames in the opening round of the postseason. And yet, the, and then the Canucks went out and made this big, uh, made this big play to get Louis Erickson. Uh, it's been talked about in the in the past that a lot of that likely had to not only had to do with say ownership having their hand on the button a little bit in the sense of them always wanting to be in on the big names of free agency and wanting to lock in a big guy for big contract, uh, and uh, that's where part of the reason that Louis Erickson ended up signing a thirty-six million dollar deal for six years. And at the time, I remember thinking that oh, this is a decent pickup. Uh, He'll do well with the Sedins. The, they had chemistry in the times that they played internationally for Team Sweden. Uh, they'll find success together. They Even if it doesn't work out super well, he's a decent hockey player. He should be able to find his footing on the Canucks and play in any sort of situation uh, in Vancouver. And then and then even th- you go into September and August, the World Cup of Hockey happens. Uh, the Sedins and Erickson get paired, to get, get paired as a line together during that World Cup, and they looked really good. During that time, and of course, you know, Louis Erickson's a former uh, all-star. He's been, he was a big part of the Bruins team for a long time. He had been, uh, he had done, had a lot of success in Dallas uh, prior to that. Uh, he had, he had had some great years. And you, after that World Cup of Hockey, you're thinking, oh, they're, they're going to do great. They're going to work wonders together. We'll be finishing our conversation about Louis Erickson after this short break, because first I need to tell you about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts chain store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. They have everything you can need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. 
Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or your car dealership? You can save plenty of time and money when using Rock Auto just by going to rockauto.com right now and seeing all the parts they have available for your car truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. If you're someone like me, you're probably looking for a way to still be able to have the snacks you enjoy while making sure that they don't pack on as many of the calories. Well, that's why I'm excited to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they've got so many great flavors for you to try. Everything from coconut to strawberry to cookies and cream to mint brownie. And if you haven't tried all their flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of their nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too, ranging from only four to five grams of net carbs and only four to five grams of sugar per bar, even seven to 18 grams of protein per bar. That's a lot. Order today and you can even get their limited time grasshopper cookie. Just by going to Built.com and using the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And then the very first game happens, uh, the very first regular season game, where I've I've never seen anything like this. Like, I've been a, following the Canucks my entire life, and and I'm sh- as of you, I'm sure, uh, listening to this, and I'll never forget what an immediately bad omen the Louis Erickson era started on. Uh, just the way that he has the puck, he gets the puck near his bench, uh, he tries to send it back to a defenseman that is not there, uh, during a delayed penalty call on the Calgary Flames, and the puck rolls all the way back into the empty net. And, uh, the person chasing after it is Erica Branson, who immediately runs into the, who slides into the net and knocks it off its moorings after the, the puck goes in. And the goal counts. What's funny is, in in hindsight, the Canucks won that game, did win that game 2-1 to one in, uh, in a shootout, I do believe. Technically, uh, Ryan Miller had a shutout in that game because he uh, did not allow a single goal. The only goal that went in against him, that, in, that the only goal that went in was on an empty net. He wasn't even on the ice for it, but he didn't get credited with a shutout because it happened while he was off the ice. And it was, it was just, I, I'll never forget that. Just thinking, oh, this is such a bad sign. I, I, it was, it was such a, it was such a weird out of like, out of like your body moment where you just know that something's got that seeing that, that that's going to age so badly. That's just going to be, that's going to be a moment that sticks with you. I mean, there's still the, the screen grabs of him of Louis looking up at the Jumbotron to see what happened and just that very glazed over face of, I can't believe I just did that. Uh, it's, it's such a, it's so wild how badly it went as it got, as they went farther along. Um, oh, I'm looking at this and I'm looking at a schedule right now. I guess Louis Erickson came two years after the, uh, the playoff run, uh, the playoffs. Uh, so they were already starting on, they're already on the downturn. Uh, at this point, God, those these years have blended together. I swear to God. Um, but nonetheless, uh, he started. He it never it never worked. There was never one point where it worked. Every now and then, you would see Louis Erickson 
seem look like he was going to figure it out. Like he'd get a couple goals or a couple points in in bunches, and you think, oh, he's figuring it out. He's going to get back to the to playing as normal. This is, uh, and you're hoping that it's the start of returning things to come, and then it never did. Either he got hurt, or he never found chemistry with the the players on the ice, and then you and fast forwarding to the last couple of years where he starts not playing as many games. He starts getting healthy scratched and in favor of other players in the lineup uh, because it's clear that he's just not a fit there. He did some decent jobs in his own defensive uh, in his own defensive end, but he was signed to score and they're paying him six million dollars to score and he couldn't do it. So for it to go so badly, it's it's it it's a contract that I don't think is I don't think there's any contract in Canucks history, at least in recent Canucks history, that has aged that poorly. Uh, it just um, it never it never got uh, it never got to a point where it was good. Like the Lou Erickson's most productive year in Vancouver was 29 points in 2018-19. His and 29 points was his least productive year uh, for any in any in any year. Prior to say uh, 2010, uh, in th- in four t- years with Dallas and three years with Boston, uh, 20, 20, uh, 29 was his was his worst year, and that came in a shortened season. So take that as you will. That's it's it's a lot to process. Just how badly it went, and it's. You know, there was a point, there were points in the last couple of years, especially in the 2019-20 season where the Canucks were, uh, look, were gear, looked to be gearing up to potentially make the playoffs where he became a bit of a folk hero. Uh, he started hitting a bunch of empty nets. Uh, he became the, the, the closer for the Canucks. I remember that being a big push. Everyone wanted Louis Erickson out on the ice in the last couple minutes because you knew he was going to find a way to maybe get an, make an empty netter happen, uh, and close out of, and close out a victory. And, but once you get to that point, you know, you're already in a losing battle because this is a guy who shouldn't be a folk here. He shouldn't have to be a folk here. He should be able to, he should be scoring at a pace where he's a regular productive player. And it just, it just never clicked. It never clicked in Vancouver. Last year, he played seven games and scored one point. Uh, you knew the, that his time was coming to an end at that point. And, uh, you know, I'm happy for him that he's getting his, his, uh, he's getting a chance to start one, to one last chance in Arizona. I hope, and I hope it goes well for him. I hope he finds a way to rejuvenate his career again. I think, I think it was pretty clear that it was never going to come in Vancouver. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll remember him for some good times, uh, but we'll remember that contract specifically. We'll remember him for, as kind of a, uh, measuring stick for some of the worst teams seasons in team history and just some of the roughest years this franchise has gone through. Uh, and he will be linked to that forever, but, uh, cheers to you, Louie. Hopefully you go on to, uh, some better, to a better season with the coyotes and maybe get a bit of a refresh and, uh, a restart, uh, in the desert. And that wraps it up for this Friday edition of Locked On Canucks. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out Locked On Bets. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. 
Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. I've been your host, Lachlan Irvin. If you uh, enjoyed this show, make sure to uh, hit that subscribe button. Make sure to leave us a review. Make sure to hit the bell for notifications of when a new episode drops. Uh, We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right now, heading into the regular season before we get into the daily schedule. Uh, You can follow me at Lock in the Crease on Twitter, and you can follow the show account at Locked on Canucks on Twitter as well. And uh, just keep an eye and keeping an eye out for the future of the show. Uh, there is a little bit of a there will be a new way for you to enjoy the show uh, starting next week. So uh, definitely keep your eyes peeled for that. Until then, thank you so much for listening. This has been Locked on Canucks, and I will see you next week.